0: Welcome to living the Reiki life podcast. Hi, I'm Amanda, and I'm Christy and we're coming at you from the Prairie province of Saskatchewan, Canada,
1: we met in the corporate world over a decade ago and became great friends. We started our Reiki journey together and now we are Reiki masters follow along as we navigate life living the spiritual world while still working the nine to five. We
0: gather twice a month to chat all about Reiki and our Reiki journeys, energy healing, and other healing modalities.
1: We are going to interview some of our gurus and cover a vast majority of topics that we find interesting, and hopefully you do too. Let's get at it. One, two...
0: Hey guys, welcome to Living the Reiki Life. It's Christy here and Amanda and we got episode 13 here for you. Lucky number 13. And we actually just had a Friday the 13th in October, which is past now. And the fun fact is that I was actually born on Friday the 13th and I used to like This day would freak me out. I always thought something bad was going to happen, but I actually did like a deep dive into like the meaning of 13. And I just found out like so many fascinating things about it. And now I look at the number 13 like completely different. I find it as uh, a lucky day because it was the day I was brought into this world. Amen.
1: Yeah. It was a good day.
0: It was a good day. And that's what my dad said. He said, he's like, everybody says that's the unluckiest day but he's like to us it was the luckiest day for us and I was like aw that always sits with me yeah
1: that's nice yeah I like the like superstition around Friday the 13th I know everyone kind of gives it like a special vibe because like the power of intention right is so strong Mm -hmm. that it really kind of I don't know people put it out there and I feel like you're almost like looking for extra things you know the black cat and the weirdos and the (laughs) And the new moon was right following Friday the 13th. So, I mean, yeah, definitely be like more alert. If you're looking for it, you'll find it, I find. That's so true.
0: Like, like attracts, like, and when people all believe in something like the collective does, and then Hollywood amps it up, it gets an energy behind it and it actually manifests into something. So I, I totally believe that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but me too.
0: it's whether you choose to feed into that or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So what what's going on with you? Okay, so I tried to get into like the October Halloween spirit this um, just the other weekend, and I tried to put on this movie. It's called Talk to Me. So if anyone has not seen it, this show is scary. It's scary. And uh, I actually saw Joe Rogan post something about it. And I don't know why, but I was like, oh, yeah, like I want a good horror movie. I don't know why. <laughs> I felt like I needed to like scratch an itch. And so anyways, Todd's downstairs. My son is sleeping. It's like eight at night. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie by myself. <laughs> no, it's just got too real for me. So what it is, Christy. Your muffs. They- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh my God, yeah. So I'm not gonna like spoil the end because, to be honest, I didn't even get to the end. So, so what this movie is about? These like kids have this embalmed hand, just this like hand. She, nobody can see me, but Christy. But anyways, so they like play with it. So they like strap somebody to this chair, and then they like like shake hands with it this hand and then all of a sudden a spirit will appear just a random spirit and then then they'll like let go and then that'll kind of freak them out and then they'll hold on again then they'll say talk to me and then that's when this, they're giving the spirit permission to enter into their body like in to inhibit their body and then like the spirit like starts acting all funny right because it's in an actual body anyways and i was just like "Ooh, this is hitting too close to home with yeah. The, with what we do some days in the Reiki room. <laughs> and I don't want to have that negative spin on sometimes when I'm channeling like good spirit. I don't even want that in my like awareness. So I just things started getting real scary. And then I was like, Oh, we're done here. yep You probably made it like I don't know. I think I had a half an hour left and I just couldn't do it. Darn it.
0: <laughs> I don't uh, even well, maybe feel bad. No, you won't pick it up and watch the rest oh, of my, it or
1: I don't know. It's just that thing, right? Like just Having that in, and then it, would I psych myself out the next time I'm in a spot like that? Like I would right. hope not. But if anyone wants a good scary movie, though, like pick it up. It's like um an Australian uh what's that film festival movie? Like it's I don't know. It was really good. It was really good. Like I yeah, know like, a good horror well movie done. from a bad one. Yeah, this yeah. one was really good. So if you're into that kind of thing, pick this up. Oh, it's called yep. Talk to Me. Yeah. No thanks. I know Christy. I actually texted her during the movie. She's like, "Call an Archangel Michael." <laughs> yeah, and I did, and I just saw him like come sit beside me, put on his 3D glasses and popcorn. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but not even his like presence around me could even help. But it's so funny how instant I felt him and even like come into my presence. So that is amazing. I love that.
0: I love that too. He is there like right now. He's like, what, what can mm-hmm. I do? You know, like just love that about him. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, and you know, it's funny. I was watching, I've been watching uh, Simpsons lately. I don't know why. It's just kind of like a mindless thing, you know, kind of in the background. And um, huh. some of like the Halloween episodes came yeah. on. And I was I like, oh, okay, I was like, these are the Halloween move or like stuff I can get behind, but not like. Far as I go is like hocus pocus around this time. I'm like, that's as much as I'll watch. But my yeah. husband loves like old horror movies, like the mm. real bad, like Frankenstein. And he loves like the vampires. And I don't know what it is, but vampires like freak the crap out of me. That's like mm. one thing that just really, really scares me.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Have you ever yeah. about exploring that? Yeah, deeper
0: could be like a past life. I even remember, like when I was a kid, we watched this one vampire movie, and I slept like with my blanket around my neck so tight for like months because I was scared this vampire was going to come suck my blood in the middle of the night. (laughs) Just terrified. Oh, Oh, maybe there's some trauma there still that we need (laughs) to release.
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm not scared (laughs) if. So there could be something with you, yeah, definitely. That's funny.
0: Uh, Just a chicken shit, but um, no, I love it. I was thinking of a a story to share um, that what's been going on lately. And on the weekend, I had uh, some card polls and I had a distance Reiki session. And when I do the card polls, like I. I tune in, I ground, I call in all my angels and guides, and I just like expand my field and I light up the shockers even like above my head. I forget the names of them, but like I'm just connected to the sky, to earth, like this clear channel. And yeah, I finished up my card readings. They all went really well. And I was like, well, I'm going to go have a nap. I was like, it's, it's Saturday. I'm just going to go lay down for a bit. Why not? You know, and I uh, went and had a nap and. I was like, oh, I should probably like, you know, shut things down. I was like, oh, I'll be fine, you know, whatever. And I fell asleep and then I woke up like in, and I thought I woke up, I got up and I went to the kitchen and then I went back and I was still sleeping. So then the sleep paralysis crap was going on and I was like, oh, here we go again. But I was aware of what was going on and then I woke up again and I seen three people leave my bedroom. And the one person had like a hood on, and she turned around and it was my grandma. And I was like, Why oh. are you leaving? Don't leave. And then I went back into my dream and I tried. And then I was like, Okay, now I know I'm dreaming. Let's wake the body up. So I was like, I stayed calm because I couldn't move my body. I was paralyzed. And I was like, Okay, focus. Just grab, like, Open and close your hands, move your feet. You got this. So I started doing that. And then I was like, oh, I can't open my eyes yet. And I was like, Hey, okay, stay calm. And all of a sudden I was like, woke up and I was like, Okay, I'm good. I'm good. And I was like, good. I was like I will not do that again. Like go to sleep with my field expanded. I was like, that was like not a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. It,
1: it was intense really interesting, I find like when I used to work shift work and I would nap during the day to get ready for nights that is when I would have like my like best lucid dreaming like that mm-hmm. and that's when I've seen spirits like in my room too and it's like what are you doing in my room? Yeah, like, yeah you gotta get out of here you can't be in here I know yes even that lucid like sleep paralysis dreaming too when you kind of wake up but then you're still dreaming yeah yeah I and you know, what know what's, what's going asleep.
0: on yeah. yeah
1: it's a different cycle of sleep I find. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Maybe you're hitting like a different relaxation point. Like, you know, there's REM and all of that. Yeah. What's going
1: on? I don't know. But yeah, that's a really good lesson though. Definitely close things up. Like I know for me, when I'm doing any kind of Reiki session, I always like end things off with like, I always bow. I bow to the kind, and I bow to usually, I sometimes I bow to a full circle of, People guides like in my room, and then I will always bow, and then I put my hands in a certain position by my waist, and then I always clear and like close room. So I feel like that's my way of like shutting down. Yeah. Do you have a a nothing like that at the end?
0: Yeah, like my hands will go to prayer, Mm -hmm. and then I do like a little simple bow, and then I thank all my guides and angels and their angels and guides, and then I just tell them they can um, come and go as they please. And then if it was like kind of an intense session, then I'll like intentionally cut the cord mm-hmm. and yes. yeah, yes, that one just too. like shut it all down. But I had a Reiki client at like later in the day. So I was like, Oh, I'll just, you know, keep the flow going, keep the angels around. Oh, and yes. so that's why I didn't ah. shut down. But like, really, how long does it take to open and connect? I totally should have
1: done that. So I was uh, irresponsible yes. that day, <laughs> huh? Huh? but you're right. Though you're like, oh, I'm. I will just stay in the flow. Yeah, but yeah. It is good because I always kind of think about it like Andrew is Andrea always talked about like an operating room. Right? You would never perform surgery on the same room as someone else that you did just because you did a surgery earlier that day, right? Yeah. So it's like kind of thinking even like in that way.
0: That's yeah, so very true. good
1: lesson and good awareness oh, yeah. for me.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know, it's just like trial and error. You do something one time and then you learn something from it and then you don't do it again or you do it differently. And that's just what's kind of fun about this journey is there's not a manual for it. You just go with the flow and yeah, I won't be doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a good, like, at least it was a soft lesson I find.
0: Yeah. And I had total control of the sleep paralysis. Like I didn't freak out like I have in the past. So, it's like okay, well, that's good. Like I was aware of what was going on and got out of it.
1: Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, we so get should, it?
0: yeah, let's get into the astrology for November. What's going on?
1: Okay, all. So for November, we have a new moon on November thirteenth in Scorpio, called the New Boot Beaver Moon. This moon gets its name by nature. As this is the time of year, Native Americans and settlers would set traps and catch beavers to have warm furs for winter. Um, another nickname for this moon is the frosty moon. So that kind of makes sense as it's definitely getting like colder outside come November. And uh, Scorpio's card in the tarot deck is the death card which is way lighter than it sounds. Although on the card, it does show like the death figure in his old robe and staff, but this card is actually all about transformation. So it's like the little worm becoming the butterfly. So as it is time to spread those wings and fly. So great times. So this is a great time to write out those intentions, to maybe grow a little bigger, take that business venture a little further and like, you know, set those intentions really big and just know that this is the best time to really transform yourself because of that Scorpio energy. I love love relating the moons to like the tarot deck because people don't realize how intertwined they really are. Yes.
0: They really are. Oh, really? I, I love that. And I learn something yeah. new every time because yeah, that card is like always dreaded, but it it I has know. a way deeper meaning. And now I'm gonna look at it as the Scorpio energy. Because Scorpio yeah. like just dives deep, like goes mm-hmm. into like the underworld and figures things out and just gets to the bottom of things and
1: totally yeah. really doing that shadow work within yourself. It's like yeah. where are my blocks? Let's let's get rid of these so I can reach new heights. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, we have the full moon, which will be Monday, November 27th in Gemini. Ah, Gemini, the lovers in the tarot deck. So this might be a good time since full moon's about releasing to release and let go of some of those old stinky relationships that are still hanging around. Especially if you have some of those old relationships that zombie from time to time. You know, those ones, it's like you think they're gone. And then all of a sudden, they just throw a text at you, and you're like, what? Ew, clear all those old Tinder numbers from Snapchat. They're time to go. Or maybe all of a sudden, you have that random dream about a boyfriend you dated 10 years ago. It might be an indication that you need to cut the cords from them and do a release with the full moon. I know, like, When you have like random dreams about really old people, it can be kind of an indication that there could be a cord attached. So this would be a good time Mm -hmm. to cut the cords, write out something to cut and release them out, burn it, just do a beautiful thing. Always send it with love. It's the best way to release. And this even could be an old friendship as well, too. Like anything that you need to like let and let go of in that like bond, lover bond, even between friendships. So anything you need. Um, If someone came to mind right as I was bringing this up, that's probably the person you need to release if you did think of someone. So listen to that intuition.
0: I love that. And yeah, when when I cut cords, I call in like Archangel Michael and I picture like this big sword coming down and just like cutting that cord. And then I picture the cord going back to each party and then I bring in Archangel Raphael just to bring healing to both parties and then seal it shut. And usually yes. it usually works pretty good.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put that green healing light on each of you. I also like to think of like, I find lately too, when I've been cutting cords, I pull out a cord out of somebody when I'm doing Reiki, I find myself like singeing the end. I like take oh. the rope and then I like I'm singeing the end so it can't like re-tether attached to each other.
0: Ooh, and I, I don't like know why.
1: That. Yeah. I like it too. And so I kind of think of that as well. Yeah. So it's like, don't try to reattach to me. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's done. Yeah, totally.
0: Okay, that's awesome. I'm definitely gonna keep that in mind. See if any old uh, boyfriends come into mind during that. (laughs) Get out of here, creeper! (laughs) Like twelve years ago, yeah, get lost. But you never know. Like, even if you think about like with the work we do in Reiki, somewhere in one of the shockers, there could be like a little memory lingering there, and it comes up, yeah, perfect time to let go of that. That no mm-hmm. longer serves you and it's just taking up room.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so this episode is all about the power of distance Reiki. We thought we'd dedicate a whole episode to it because we both have a lot of experience in it and we just wanted to share like the benefits of it and like what to expect because it's something that we both offer So we thought it would be uh, good to dive in.
1: Yes. And we really wanted to explain too how powerful distant Reiki is and how it is just as good, if maybe even sometimes a little bit better than an in-person Reiki session. So with distance Reiki,
0: like I get asked a lot, like, well, how does this work? Like I'm here, you're there. Like, how can you tune in? And we don't need like your physical body, like right in front of us to tune into your energy, because when you think about it, like time and space does not matter at all in energy work. I know it's hard to wrap your head around. It took me a bit to, you know, get an understanding of it. I had to experience it my own self. And then I was like, wow, I was like, okay, I get it. And I've done Reiki for people in Australia, Italy, California, and I'm, I'm in Saskatchewan. Like that is a far ways away. Like Australia has a different time zone. Like, and it's so wild that I can connect to her and give her Reiki healing and tune into what's going on with her. And I know that these sessions are just as effective as if they were in person. It's just really a different experience altogether for the client and for the practitioner.
1: Yeah, I read a really good thing and it said like, energy can be transmitted through time and space. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's exactly how distant Reiki works. So doing distant Reiki is such a powerful tool. And I kind of mentioned this, like in some cases, I almost prefer to give distant Reiki over in person. And we'll get kind of into the reasons why um, with the episode and some examples that we've had, both of us. So I understand wanting to be in a room physically with someone that you're getting a card pull from or any kind of like a treatment like this. Like I personally, I like to smell the room, feel the calm and stillness, even feel that vibration of the person that I'm going to see. Um, like I remember when we would go and see Andrea for acupuncture and energy healing, I would just love being in her physical space. I love smelling the clearing spray, seeing her smile, hearing her music. And it always just felt like I had stepped into like a magical realm when I walked into her room. Remember that? Just oh, so I totally good. do. Oh, I wish yeah. I could go there. <laughs> so funny. So, so when you're doing distant Reiki, You're going to want to make sure your client or your friend is laying down or at least relaxing somewhere before you begin. You don't want someone to be driving or out in public in any way.
0: No, no, you don't. Because um, not that long ago, I booked a Reiki session uh, with someone and then she also like connected with like with my guides and it was like a whole channeled session, like plus Reiki. It was like something that like was new. So I was like, Oh, I want to see what this is all about. I was curious. I kept seeing it and I, I was really drawn to her. So I booked this session and she didn't give me like a timeline, like when the Reiki session was going to start or when she was going to email me the readings. I knew it was like all like a, a report she would do and then email it to me after. So it was like a couple days went by and I was like, Well, what's like going on here? I haven't heard from her. Like Okay. So I remember I was walking around in Costco and all of a sudden I felt different and I felt like people were looking at me different. And I was like, what is going on here? And then I was like, oh my God. I was like, she is in my energetic field giving me Reiki right now. And I'm in fricking Costco. I was like, this is bad timing. I was like, you are not going to get a very good read from like Me right now, because I'm not relaxed. Like, I'm not in like my own safe space where like I could open up like my energy field to read as well. And you know, like the report she sent me, like I, there was like some really good tidbits of information she gave me. And she did actually predict one thing happening in my life. That was, that was fascinating because I feel like you can connect to someone's guides. No matter where they are or what they're doing, but the reiki portion of it, I feel like I didn't get the full benefit. So I was kind of like, mm, I, I don't really like that, and I I wouldn't do that to somebody else.
1: Well, like a couple things to comment on that. So, two, like when you tell somebody like, okay, lay down and relax, and I'm going to start, they are bringing all their attention and focus into the session as well, so, which makes for an even powerful, more powerful session, right? And then two, like I've had some really big releases when I've received and when I've given Reiki. So I can't imagine being so vulnerable like that and being out in public. Like yeah. that just sounds, and in Costco, like I feel like my nervous system is already at its max when I'm there, right? It's probably a Sunday oh, yeah. of all times. Like it's awful. <laughs> it's like the busiest place you don't want to be. Yeah. So I just, you can't relax and just let the Reiki naturally move through your body. And especially too, like when you're doing Reiki, you're not supposed to have your legs crossed. Like you're not, you know, you need to have that energy flow. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. Don't recommend that either.
0: No, that was just uh, a learning experience, I guess. Totally. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I got what I needed from it and, and learned something along the way, I guess, with every new experience.
1: Yeah. And if you're a client who's receiving, you can always just ask the practitioner, do you mind texting me when you're starting and messaging me when you're done? And, you know, just in case they don't have a guideline open for that, that wouldn't be a bad idea.
0: That is totally something that I start doing now because actually um, on the weekend, I had someone that was in a different time zone than me, um, two hours ahead, and I got it mixed up. I thought it was two hours behind. So here she was laying there and then she texted me. She's like, are you done? And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Like I totally messed this up. I felt so awful. And I was like, okay, so that is why I have a scheduler (laughs) now. You can book online and it does the whole time difference. And yeah, we're good to go. So another learning experience, like I'm not perfect. I learn as I go and- yeah, so we, we got a good laugh about it. She was really good about it. So yeah, uh, and another reason to so text nice. when you begin and when you end.
1: Yes, good. Good lessons mm-hmm. for sure. And that's so nice. She was okay about it.
0: Yes, it really yes. Cool. Oh, my God, I felt so awful. I was like, oh, she's never going to come mm-hmm. back to me again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it was all good.
1: Yeah. Okay, so when I do distant Reiki or Christy as well we I have like this big stuffy that Todd won from the ex it's it's like a guide for me so when I give Reiki so it's like it looks like a little man I'll you I need, need to post, post a it. picture of this guy no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I call him Hank he's just this like <laughs> big stuffy so and it's good because then it gives me a guide of like where all the chakras are and I just use that and I I can feel it so and then when I do children or like babies I've been doing like babies lately um i use a small stuffed little mousse that i have just for more of like size reference and very important i make sure to clear these items before i use them during a session mm-hmm. so i take my spray i spray them i clear them i want to make sure there's no like other energy attached to these especially the one that we got at the x uh. So it's just, Ooh, yeah. yeah, really important. <laughs> Clear your item before you use it. What do you use, Christy? You have a big bear, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, big bear I have from, I remember I bought him like from bootlegger when I was like 15, maybe. My mm. mom always hung on to it. And then I text her one day, I was like, hey, do you still have that big bear? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> he works yeah. like great. He's nice and like, he's probably like maybe three feet tall. So you can actually move your hands like around the chakras and yeah, he's a good size.
1: Yeah. That's like perfect. If you can find something like that, just, yeah. yeah so you can have each chakra quite separate because if your item is pretty small, unless you're working on small kids, it can mm-hmm. kind of muddle things around. I find. Yep, yeah.
0: And then you actually have like, I grab his feet to ground him in.
1: Yes. Yes. Same. Yeah. So that's important too. Perfect. Okay. So in Yusu Reiki, you would draw the distant Reiki symbol before and after you give distant Reiki. Uh, we personally, with New Earth Angel Reiki, we don't have to do that. Everything turns on when I do my calling in prayer for my client and when I'm prepping the room. I'm signaling to my angels and guides, it's time to work. And I know I've mentioned this before, but I rarely draw the symbols on my hands anymore ever. They're just always in there.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: feel the Um, same too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the odd time I feel called to do it actually, but it's like pretty rare. Maybe I feel like nervous and I just want that extra, extra reassurance (laughs) that they're in there, but that's like less and less now for sure. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Mm -mm. Um, It almost feels like magic that you can feel the energy under your hands when there was a doll there instead of a human being. Like Mm -hmm. it is It is fascinating. I don't know really how to explain it besides kind of the explanation we gave in the beginning, how energy just is everywhere. Um, But honestly, like it works, it works, it works. It is so amazing. I've had so many people attest to this. And my dad, who I do Reiki sessions on him quite frequently, he will know when I am like done a Reiki session. He, He can feel when I'm done. And I'll text him, you know, like five minutes, maybe after collected all my stuff or let's say, and he be like, oh yes, I knew you were done. Cause you can just feel it. So it's very, very powerful. And I've known, cause I've received distant Reiki too. Like I can feel like my guts all of a sudden start like bubbling when they're over mm-hmm. my solar plexus. Like, yeah, it's pretty wild.
0: Yeah. I've even felt like a breeze, like even wind. And yeah, tingles and like heat, like on the receiving end. And then on the giving end, uh, just recently, I was like over the heart chakra and like the pull of both of my hands going up and down and up. Like it was, it was just wild. And I was like, how is this happening? I was just watching my hands and I was just like, it does feel like magic. It is just so cool. So yeah, I did a Reiki session uh recently. Um, like another one. And I was hovering over the chakras and it was weird because all of a sudden like I felt weak and I was like, oh, what's going on? So I like put my head on the table for a second. And I was like, like, why, why do I feel so weak? And I heard sit down and I was like, oh, all right. So I sat on my chair beside my table and I just had like my hands over my lap and I was feeling the chakras from like, like right under me. You know, like I wasn't over the bear. I was over my lap and I could feel them the exact same. And I was like, this is so bizarre. And then I started um, channeling from the guide. So I was like typing on my computer, like getting all this information. And I was like, I feel like I didn't even give as much Reiki as I normally would. Like I wasn't over all the shockers; I was like more of a channeling session. And I was talking to Andrea about it and she's like, you know, like when that happens, sometimes you don't need to be exactly like that close to their energy field. You can do this from like sitting down and like when they're on the table and it's more of like a quantum healing session. Like you're working like with the etheric body, like you don't have to be right over, like over the chakra. So that was something new. It was just, it was wild. Like I, like I said, I I learn something new each time I do something because like each client is so different. And maybe she didn't want me like right in there, like right
1: over her chakras. Like, I don't know. It, it was cool. That is really interesting because some people can have um, a really big thing with personal space. And I do believe that even energetically, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even though they're booking a Reiki session, doesn't mean they're just like Oh yeah, come on in. You know, so that could be just kind of a protection she maybe had up around her. Yeah. So that's really interesting. And then I I know Andrea too. Like she didn't have to be anywhere near our bodies when she would do a session on us. She would always just sit in a chair with like, you know, just back. And you're thinking, what are you doing back there? But like, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's really cool. That quantum healing. Yeah, you're almost yeah. just holding the whole space there. Instead of just isolating the one chakra.
0: That's exactly right. And you're just, and then you also trust like the angels and guides or whoever you called in to help you. They're the ones actually like that are doing the Reiki energy work as well. Like it's not just me moving the energy. I feel like it's a whole team at that point.
1: Yes. I know it sounds a little wild, but. No. Not at all. No, what? No, that sounds absolutely right. Because we're calling in all the angels and guides. And like, mm-hmm. even though you can't see them, they're all there in there supporting you and helping as well. So yes, absolutely. They are exactly right. And um, So when I give a distant Reiki session, I can offer this a couple of ways. One way is when the client lays down in their own home and I will text them when I'm starting and I'll text them when I'm finished. And then I can give them a call afterwards to discuss, or I can even just do like a full write-up after. I'm, I'm fine with um, both. But another thing I offer, and I've been doing this a lot more recently, which I think I actually really like. So again, it's like trial and error, you know, figuring out what kind of works, but I will have you lay down in your own space. So whatever is comfortable for you. And then I'll have you on the phone with my earbuds in. And then I will have you on the line as I'm working through your shock words and reads on what I'm getting. And if we're going to do like inner child work, or if someone wants to address other things that come up, we can do it together. So I've been doing a lot of inner child work lately. And this is honestly the best of both worlds because we can be interactive, but you are still in your own comfort of your own home. So I really like this because you feel more you feel safer when you're in your own space. Mm-hmm. Like if you're laying on your own bed with your eyes closed, you're just not in a strange room. Some people might feel like kind of nervous to close their eyes when they're on a bed and they've never met you. Like there could be just, you know, considering maybe with what they've dealt with before or just from childhood trauma, they just don't feel comfortable closing their eyes around people for a trust thing, which I totally is valid. And I understand. So Mm -hmm. doing that distant and just being on the phone, I can feel everything as if you're right in the room. So the quality is definitely the same. If not, like, if not better, it's awesome. And it just gives that people more to relax and then they can fully open up and let me in. I can feel it when they're just like, get away from me, (laughs) you know, or when they're like relaxed and open. So that's, that's kind of, I feel like that sweet spot. And I hate having to try to write stuff down while I'm like in this, like while I'm doing the Reiki, because then it's like, I'm, I don't know when to pause to start writing stuff down. And then I don't want to mess up the flow, but I am getting better at that because I do do that a lot as well. So, but it's just, I think I like the talking through better. And how about you?
0: Yeah, no, I I totally get that because some like I I've been um, instead of like automatic writing, I've been doing a lot of automatic typing. So like, I have my laptop out and I'm just pounding away at the keys. And I was like, if there was a client here, like that would be so disruptive. Like, I wouldn't.
1: wouldn't Sorry to interrupt you. I actually got feedback from a client who said that they were receiving Reiki, and then all of a sudden they'd be in this like nice like meditative state, and all of a sudden there'd be like the scribbling. They would stop and they'd start like aggressively writing stuff down, and then they would go back. She thought it was very distracting. She actually, yeah, it was good feedback for me because yeah. I was still really new. So yeah, you're like, Oh, what point. are they
0: writing? Like you know when your therapist is sitting across the couch writing stuff
1: <laughs> down, and you're like, ah, oh, what, what's going yeah. on? What is that <laughs> yeah, exactly? Yeah.
0: So I yeah, that's something I I wouldn't do like in a live session, because um, like with New Earth Angel Reiki. Like, I've had Yusui Reiki and, of course, New Earth Angel Reiki. And, like, with you yeah. see, I can't say it right. Yusui <laughs> Reiki. I want to say um, that, too. Uh, yeah, with that one, it's like there's not a lot of talking going on. Like, it's a complete mm-hmm. relaxation, like, the whole time. Where with like new earth, it's like stuff comes up. It's like, I am not this. I'm over your crown chakra. I see this little girl, like what's going on? Like, it's a really interactive experience. So I feel like if that's where you find you would heal and get the most out of the session, then of course we can do that live. Um, but then on the other end, if you just want to lay down and hang out and maybe fall asleep and have a nap and just for me to hold space and channel what's going on and then you can read it after, then that would be good for you too. It just, I find it's like kind of personal preference between like my energy and their energy and like what they want to get out of the session. Like the last couple sessions I've done, I've um, it's been like a report after. So I send the report to them and then like they can read through it and then if they need clarity, we can talk on the phone or Zoom or what's going on. But there's really like pros and cons of uh both because I did have a situation where I seen a vision so clearly and she's like, no, like that doesn't resonate at all. I was like, well, what? like what's going on? So I went back in and here it was not present life, it was past life. And I was like, oh, okay, so that makes more sense. So if I was in a live session with her, We would have been able to figure that out right then and there rather than after. But then on the other side of things, it's like, I feel like I'm so much more in my zone. Like my clairs are more like on fire. Like when I don't have like the, dis, well, not a distraction, but like the energy of somebody else waiting for me to say something, you know, like I can like completely shut everything off and just zone into what I'm hearing, what I'm feeling and seeing. Like, I just feel like my zone and my flow gets much better. But, you know, like the practice changes all the time. So like maybe in a couple months, I'll want to do all live sessions. Like, it's just kind of like, it's really client by client, I find.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with client by client. Mm-hmm. Um, some clients I do find it is better to do a session, like I'll text you when I start, I'll text you when I'm done. Because I find I can't concentrate as well or if I'm trying to tune into something really specific, it is better if I'm left to my be by myself so I can get fully connected in like you said. Yeah, the one thing though, Christy, what's nice about you doing the report after, then they always have it. Yes, and sometimes too, when you're in the session and you're trying to make notes of what happened after, they can misconstrue things or they can forget something really important or mm-hmm. they just focused on the one thing you said and they forgot about the other three good things that you said that are really important too. So, by you typing that out, there's like no cross that way,
0: yeah. No, that's a really good point. And it's so crazy. Like at the end, I'll be like, hey, guides, like, what's our last message here? And then my fingers will just fly. And I'm just like typing, typing. And then I go back and read it. And I was like, oh, that's such a beautiful message. And I feel like in a live session or in person session, I feel like I wouldn't be able to get that good of a connection. But that's definitely like something I can work on, or it's something I want to explore. Like, it's really we we can do whatever we want,
1: really. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, what's coming up right now as we have the episode, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Who knows where we'll be in six months from now, you know, like where our sessions will be.
1: Yes. And I can't wait mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> so like, yeah, I've had some definitely profound sessions doing distant Reiki. And like having my client on the phone and being able to tune into their body, like I do feel like it's a more relaxed in a way for me to like move all the way around where I need to go. So like sometimes when I'm doing, not sometimes every time (laughs) I do Reiki, it's like I'm doing Qigong now. It's like now that when we very first started, it was just our hands would move like just my hands, like, Ooh, my hands are raising on their own. And then all of a sudden it's like, Ooh, my arm is swinging over here. Now, when I do Reiki, I'm doing full on Qigong. My whole body is moving and my legs are moving. I am moving the energy fully around the whole room. And like, I have a friend who comes for Reiki and she's like, it's like a wind tunnel back there. What are you doing? <laughs> It'll <be> in your <laughs> crown. I'm sweeping stuff. And I'm just, I'm moving all over. And I I feel like I'm taking the energy and I'm just moving it all where it needs to go. And it's all just, it kind of channels. Like I never, I don't have to think about it at all. It just moves. So <clears throat> that I kind of like is it lets me like freely express myself. I don't have someone looking at me <laughs> with, you know, sometimes they do cause they're probably like, what's going on. I've also had other kind of like things where I have literally had to pound on someone's chest and like, so on my doll's chest when I'm doing distant Reiki. And I know that would come through a different way if they were actually on my table. <laughs> and I'm not too sure why the few times, where I've literally, it's almost like I'm doing heart compressions like this. And I'm like pounding on their heart or actual pounding on it. And I have had other times where I've like had to take their legs and shake them out like a gym rope and like put my hands in places. Maybe that would be a little bit, will definitely be too intimate if they were here in person. So for example would be somebody who's had a really bad um, labor trauma. So I'm healing that. And like, obviously, I'm not going to put my hands anywhere near or on their sacral, right? That'd be an absolute violation that is against our ethics. But when it's distant, it's like I can get very personal in that space because it's distant. So that's something I really enjoy too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And I have witnessed your magic of like, watching your body move and your arms move and like, your mudras and yeah it's it's quite the experience i i really love it it's just like it's almost like a different energy like come in with you and then like you do this whole session together and it's just it's so amazing even like when we've done distance reiki together you'll be like well, what, what's my hand doing? I'm not quite sure. And you're like trying to explain it. And I'm just like, I just trust what's going on. And I know,
1: <laughs> but you know what, if it wasn't you on the other end of the line, I probably wouldn't even bother. <laughs> yeah, probably just, not. Like, You'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for you perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I love that. It,
0: it's a, it's a whole experience, but I, I can see what you mean. Like when it's just you in the room by yourself, then you can like, fully like move your arms out and in or like whatever you want to do, like fully expressed and just like move that
1: energy out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like, sometimes even too, like I'll be putting like both my hands hovering over a chakra and then all of a sudden I'm having to touch like the doll to actually touch their body. And then even sometimes my forehead will go in So I don't know, I still don't even know why that really happens. It's almost like I'm giving it everything I can to help move the block. Like it's a strong block. I usually find that if people are like sick, like they actually have like something rather serious, like let's say like MS or something like that. And I'm over their crown or third eye area, my whole, like my whole self will go in to try to release that block. So another bonus, if they're not there (laughs) right on the table. But again, I know my like energetic boundaries just wouldn't allow that to happen. Obviously, yeah. I would do something else. The
0: energy would would flow different. Like you, you yeah. would do something different in that moment. It,
1: yeah. You'd hold different space. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and like doing Reiki on kids. That one. So I recently had an experience actually doing Reiki on a friend's daughter and like she was eight and like, bless her. <laughs> she. <clears throat> we were probably like 20 minutes in and she's like, has it been an hour yet? And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, right? Like their their attention spans are just like they're not cut out. They don't want to lay there and relax. They're not just like this is the best me time. Like nothing, right? So that also I feel like would be more beneficial. Like just text me when your child is resting or you're reading stories or going to bed. And then I'll tune in and I'll give a session. And then I'll me and the parent can talk on the phone, of course, or I can give a write-up as well. And babies the same way. Like I wouldn't have a baby necessarily on my table unless maybe the mom was holding the baby and we did a quick like kitchen table Reiki session but that's like like a spot treatment but that would be kind of it so definitely distant for kids hey what do you think
0: yeah 100% I I think so because it's hard for them to like understand exactly what's going on And I talked to Andrea actually about this and she's had a lot of experience with kids. And she said that she makes it like playful, like a story time. And I was like, oh, that's such a cool idea. But uh, yeah, I find it's best like parents text me like, hey, my kid's in bed and be like, okay, cool. I can tune in. And a lot of it I find like with myself is I meet with their higher self and then we start, like, the conversation and we start talking about, like, what's going on? Like, what can they not tell their parents that is going on? Like, maybe they can't sleep or something's wrong at school or they feel off. Like, sometimes kids have – um they can't express their emotions. They can't find the words. So I find by sitting down with their higher self, I'm able to get, like, a whole picture of, like, what is going on. And I did do this one session – for this one child and I had my hands over his chakras and then also my hands moved up and went to my ears and I heard listen and I was like oh okay and then I just started typing it was like everything came out just type 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 and I was like okay well we should be doing some Reiki like move some energy around and it was like no like we just need to talk this out and there were so many like cool things that this um this child's higher self was telling me like the way they explained the nervous system as like a racetrack with cars and like all these different things, like from a child's mind to its higher self. It was, it was really fascinating. So I, and I also find like with kids, like say like, they just need like a little zap over the heart chakra. It's not like we have to hover for like 20 minutes over there because kids, Are good at moving their own energy. They're not sitting on the couch watching TV. And I guess, like, most kids, well, I don't know kids nowadays, right? But I find like when kids wake up, they want to go, they want to dance, they want to play, and they're moving their energy through. And their goal, like, when they're a kid, is to have the most joy. And joy is such a high vibration that a lot of that energy doesn't resonate. In that type of environment. So they're not holding on to a lot of things, but there is times in uh, a kid's life that, you know, like something traumatic may happen and we can definitely tune in and move that energy out. So they're not dealing with this when they're 20 years old or something. So I just find like if a parent is like tapped in, and knows like a thing or two about Reiki and their child is struggling with something. I believe it is like such a beautiful gift to give that child for the present moment and for the future. I just find it's just something so amazing that you could do for your child from my experience.
1: Definitely. If you could clear away the little traumas that happen instead of storing those into your body and then waiting to your 50 to unlock 50 <laughs> years of trauma instead of just dealing with it as it comes a hundred percent and yeah. to like I mean this more applies for like younger kids but my son has no problem expressing what he feels and you know maybe kids until they're like I don't know let's say seven you know if they're upset, they're going to scream and tell you about it. They're mm-hmm. not just going to bury it inside and pretend they're fine, <laughs> which is very healthy. So, you know, they wouldn't need as much releasing necessarily. Not always the case, right? But like, net, like I would say majority ones that I felt with, they're not like holding on to years and years and years of that block. Yeah. So I do yep. find it's actually a quicker session as well. Yeah,
0: like I feel like 20 minutes to half an hour
1: is usually a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. And on this, like just wanted to give a reminder, you need permission to send someone distant Reiki and you have to respect the fact if they're just not interested. Everyone's walking their own path in this lifetime. I'm personally not a fan of when other people try to push their religion on me. And this would be like the same kind of manner, right? Like it's just people aren't into it. That's fine. You can just leave it alone. But if, if I if I suggest, hey, do you care if I rake your little girl because they're not feeling well? I always ask the parents permission, yes or no. And I'm not offended at all, whatever the answer is.
0: Yeah, I've been in that situation too where I've seen um, like parents going through something and I've offered – Like, hey, if you're ever interested, this is what I do. And it really is about like the approach and how you say it. And I feel like in those moments that like my angels and guides are guiding me to help them at a different level. But you never know. Like if someone says, you know what, I'm not really into that. I'd be like, that's totally fine. I just wanted to offer, you know, like I wouldn't ever just say that to a stranger. Like I've only said this to like close friends and family so Mm -hmm. and I find with um like if somebody needs some help and they're not like I can't just get to them in like 10 minutes um I've given like Andrew calls it like a Reiki cloud but I like picture my heart like filling up with like so much love and all this energy and I picture like the energy like coming out of my heart like all this Reiki energy in it, and then I send that ball of love to them. And the crazy thing is, like, people on the receiving end of that could feel that love that I sent them. They're like, my heart just burst open, and I could feel your love. So it's like that is just magic right there, that, like, energy doesn't have time and space. It doesn't matter where you are.
1: That's beautiful. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you ever need a love bomb, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, send us a drop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to get into a distance Reiki session that actually Amanda did for me. That was quite wild. Um, I was having problems sleeping, and in the other episode, I talked about... Um, how I felt like a sense in my house, like a presence was around, like someone was waking me up at night, and I thought I had it under control. And then I messaged my friend, and she tuned into my energetic field, and she's like, "You know what? She's like, he is still hanging around, and he is not a good guy." And I was like, "Damn it!" You know, like you kind of had a bl- have a Damn blind it. spot. <laughs> like you're just like I thought I like cleared my field. Field, but I was like he he's so powerful he's still hanging around and the funny thing is it's like she said when we did the Halloween episode I opened up something in my house unintentionally and that's when it was invited in so I was like okay, I get it
1: now yeah mm-hmm. I, I, laugh, <laughs> I laugh at this so hard because it's just like damn it <laughs> but you know, When you said you hadn't been sleeping, it's like, for me, that's like a really big red flag. It's just like, that's not your normal. I know when my dad doesn't sleep, it's like something's attached. Like there's something in his crown that needs to go, you know, a spirit or something that we need to like tune in and get rid of. Yeah.
0: And it's crazy because like you think about it um it's like well why why can't you clear your own energy field you know like you're an energy worker but it like in the same sense it's like sometimes the healer needs healing and you need to go Mm -hmm. to the expert to see another view of things and help you through it it's not like I wasn't able to do it myself so that's why I called on you
1: I got chills all up my back when you said that Sometimes sometimes you're just too Yeah. Sometimes you're just too close to the situation. It's like you yeah. need someone from the outside being like, let me have a look to see what's going on because it's like you're seeing things through your own eyes when I'm looking at your whole body, you yeah. know? That's a good so way to true. put it actually. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Christy and I had a distant reggae session. So we did this one where we both had earbuds in, and I just walked through what I was doing and where I went. And Christy had not one spirit, but two spirits attached. Mm-hmm. I don't, in the first one that we came across, I don't think this was not even the person or the thing that we were trying to even address, which is kind of funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was just like a straggler
1: that just saw my light and attached. Yes. So that's usually what happens. So when people are open like that, they're like, oh, there's that light and they will just go right into the crown. And a lot of the time, it's like earthbound spirits that just need help crossing over. Mm -hmm. And that's usually what I get a lot of during Reiki. I'm almost finding this is kind of my thing here lately. Um, So yeah, so this one, interesting enough, when I was in her crown, all of a sudden I was like, I had my hands on the wall. I have like a wall with a window in it and everything always goes out the window is how I send it. And so we were, I was had my hands pressed up against the wall and then I was trying to peek out and look into this like peep door. Like I was trying, I could tell that I was like a young boy and I was like, I wanted to see what was going on in this room. So it felt like the prohibition and they had like one of those sliding eye holes kind of thing and they saw me peeping in and they came out and booted me out but then one time this boy and I always kind of see things in like I see it both I see it in like their point of view and then I see like the bird's eye view after like it's like I get both which is kind of interesting so then anyways one time he just got caught he witnessed something really bad about a man Getting a really badly beaten and killed in a chair from these mobsters. And he witnessed it. And unfortunately, they had to kill him as well. Anyway, so we died in this back alley. So Christy and I had to call an Archangel Michael and move him on first. And while we were doing this, Christy, you could see something else in mm-hmm. the field when I was addressing this, right? And I was like, no, we can't deal with that yet. We have to deal with this first, the not related.
0: Yeah, I was like what what about this guy like in the corner watching all of this like in the dark trench coat and the black hat I could just feel his energy and I could also feel the energy Mm. on my crown getting pushed in at the point where it was getting uncomfortable.
1: When I was dealing with the the boy the young man or the guy.
0: Oh the guy yeah actually that was after we cleared the boy
1: that's right. Okay wow yeah. And it was really interesting too. Christy's like, I could see this man. And then I described part of them and then she would describe the rest. And it was like, bang on. We had the exact same vision of the man.
0: Yes. I love when that
1: happened. just oh, like, bingo. It's, <laughs> yep. Definitely bingo. Great. Yeah. So that was really good. But then we didn't address him then. I actually was like, well, let's keep going. Because we started at the top of the body in the crown. I wanted to work my way down the chakras. But sometimes when you're working your way down, all of a sudden, my hands were like, no, let's skip these ones and go right to the heart. And that's where we address the man. Right. So, so I'm over Christy's heart now and I can, so my one hand, I have one hand over heart and then my one hand is up like beside me blocking. So I feel someone coming at me from the side and then all of a sudden I feel it trying to like walking behind me. So my one arm is following it. So it's like, I it won't let its energy come into me. And I'm just following it all the way back and forth, back and forth behind me. Until finally, I was like, you know what, get out from under the shadows, and you come and see, come at me in the front here. Because like, I need to know what I'm dealing with. And I can't see it from behind. Don't be a coward and come up and face me in the front. I remember you were like, what are you doing? <laughs> but it's like, no, we need to know what we're dealing with here. Show your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he finally did. And it was him. He finally mm-hmm. strolled up in the front, which was good. So, and it was, it was that mat in the, and the hat and everything.
0: Yeah. And when I, when he was coming closer, it was crazy. Cause I felt the pressure in my crown, like coming in. And it was like getting closer to my head and it was getting uncomfortable. I was like, what is going on? And, you know, like I did have a moment where I was like, I don't like this. Like what, like what is going on? And Amanda like was so good in that moment. She's like, this won't last long. We will get rid of this. And I was just like, it brought me so much peace in that moment. And then I could come back down and then focus on what is going on. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So I started like talking to him and asking like, well, what are you doing? Why are you here? And this man was just a past. He was super, just like, I'm bored. And I thought it would be fun too. And I knew she was kind of feeling a little blah. So I just decided just to keep going with it. Mm-hmm. So just like energy sucker, just that spoiled. It kind of reminded me of like a spoiled rich boy that just kind of pegs on the weaker. I don't know. Anyways, so I'm talking to him and then all of a sudden, like, I'm calling in like my medicine woman. I have this indigenous medicine woman that I like to work with that I've been working with recently. So I called her in because she's really good at vanquishing spirits and kind of giving exorcisms if needed. So then all of a sudden we call in like Kali Ma comes in and I could just, I could feel her energy and it felt like her energy started like taking over into my body. I could feel extra arms coming out from my rib cage. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. And then I thought we were going to like send this man off, whoosh him away, call an Archangel Michael. No, she had none of that. Next thing you know, I grabbed the top of his head. My other hand grabbed the sword and I just lopped his head right (laughs) off. And I had his head held in my hand. And I did this warrior cry with her tongue. I don't know if I should do it now, but it was, it was insane. And all of a sudden, I just stood there with my mouth wide open. And Christy's like, are you still there? And I just was so stunned. My hand was squeezing the hair like of this head. I couldn't believe it. And then I next thing I know, I put this head into my sack that I carry around my waist, which I actually didn't realize Kali carried a sack that she stores heads in. Wow. So that was pretty neat. That was very validating that that was Kali like coming in. And then she would, and then she like, we finally like released her out, it felt like.
0: Oh, that was so intense. Like, I remember That's- when you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> I was just like, thought- what just happened? What is going on? <laughs> and it was oh, like was silence for like 10 seconds. And I was like, like, what just happened? And I, at that moment, I knew he was gone. Like, I, I knew it was done like it was so intense like how freaking amazing was that
1: yeah it was it was pretty wild it was a pretty good pretty good session oh it was Everything so good, felt and, good
0: and oh so good and i felt so good after and then i just felt more clear more like not bogged down and like not like that shadow feeling in my field and i had a good sleep that night and yeah it was it was amazing
1: yeah we also finished Reiki on the rest of her shockers to kind of relit the fire and gave her a good balance after he sucked all that energy out of her. Like, you know, it's just when you're feeling like that and you're not feeling like yourself and you're just kind of feeling, yeah, well, kind of, you know, how are you feeling before? Like that's yeah. when you know you need to come for Reiki, you know?
0: Yeah, it's just like any ideas I had, I couldn't get them off the ground. I had like low energy. I had like a bit of brain fog and then even like connecting in, I felt like was a little off. and then just like the feeling of someone around me. And mm-hmm. what earthbounds do is like they don't have their life force energy. That leaves when they die when they leave their physical body. So what they like to do is like suck the life force out of you. And it's like a mosquito, right? They're just like slowly sucking it out of you. And then you start to notice like, hey, what's going on? And then that's when, yeah, you need to book a session and get get that out. Like I, I'm not saying this to scare people like mm-hmm. that this could happen to just anyone. It was just something from my experience and like the line of work that we do. You just never know like in those vulnerable moments, what can happen. And yeah, that's
1: what happens. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like when you're open like this, and you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, like let's be real.
0: Yeah. You you just
1: (laughs) and you need to do energetic maintenance on yourself. So and that's what happens. I mean I I'm in a really good practice of grounding myself every day. Do I miss putting up protection? Absolutely. We're human. And it's like things can come in. I can be vibing really low one day and that's exactly when they're going to pounce. So it's just like that kind of stuff happens too. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I don't think it um, says anything about how powerful you are or like where you're Mm -hmm. vibing. Like it's just really day by day. Like, yeah, I might feel low one day and I might feel great the next day. But it's like they come in on those low days and then... Then you keep having more low days and then you're like, hey, well, what is going on now?
1: Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: That was a great way to end the distance Reiki. I hope that everybody learned something new or if there's something we didn't cover, you could let us know. But I I feel like we really explained it like well from our points of view.
1: Yeah. Let us know if there was anything that we missed or that you want us to touch on. We love getting DMs, so feel free to send them. And Christy's going to end you off with a card pull today.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's see what's going on. I am using the Healing Waters Oracle deck from uh, Rebecca Campbell. And I absolutely love this deck. It's like the pictures just connect with me. They tell a story. You know, sometimes you just connect really hard with a deck, and this is one of them. I'm just going to ask here what, uh, a message for the listeners. Okay. So the card is the water oracle psychic abilities acting on visions. It's destined. So like there's woman is like holding almost looks like a third eye in her hand. Her eyes are closed. Like there's this like magical rainbow seashell behind her. Um, going to tune in here. So it's like with the psychic abilities and they're saying acting on visions. So the sense that I get with this is when you get those psychic hits, whether they are like visions or feelings or senses, it's like acting on them because when you act on something, like when you put something in motion, that is when things happen. If you just sit there and think about it, I know I'm guilty about this and not act on it, then that's when things pass. And I also like believe that when an idea comes in, if, if it drops into your energetic field and you don't act upon it, I feel like that idea gets Like sucked up and then goes on to the next person. And this idea keeps going and going and going until somebody acts on it and brings it into the physical. So it's just like when you get that download, it's just like put in the action steps and make it happen. Because if you just let it stay, it's not going to turn into anything. And... Okay. Yeah. I just pulled another card. Oh, it's funny. I pulled this card for myself the other day. Um, it's into the unknown. It's the underworld, the depth, the courage and facing your fears. So this is also um, another message about like acting on what is coming through. It can be scary because like you're going into the unknown, you're facing fears. you got to build that courage. But like we said, like, when you go into that uncomfortable zone that is when the growth happens that's when the magic happens so it's just knowing that to take that leap when that vision or that feeling comes through because what like really what's the worst that can happen Like, just jump in and see what happens i know that's easier said than done but we just know like we are so held by like our guides and angels and they are cheering for you on the other side. Like they want you to take this leap. And then they like watch you go to the end of the cliff and they're all getting ready. They're like, "Yes, she's going to do it. And then you don't, then they're like, Oh, and then like, she's going to do it. And then no, she's not. But when you do take that leap, it's just like, that's where the magic happens. And I feel like this is also a message for me too. It's funny how these uh, this deck is all about water and reflex messages back to me as well. So yeah, uh, that's definitely a message that I, I need to build some courage with some stuff and take those leaps of faith and just put yourself out there and see what can happen.
1: Christy, that message was perfect for our Scorpio season, wasn't it? Yes, yes. The Transform underworld. little butterfly. Fly, right? Now is the time to you know with that new moon bring in that big energy transform and get out those bigger ventures right get into that uncomfortable it's a great message really yeah. fits too with the with the moon energy
0: oh it totally does I love that mm-hmm. such an yeah. interesting card yeah I'll definitely post that oh I'm sweating
1: now never I start Ooh. channeling <laughs> my, start sweating <laughs> yeah channeling is sweaty work <laughs> it is <laughs> okay so if you want to find us we are at living the reiki life on instagram um we are both offering distant sessions i'm offering in person as well um you can find my handle at reiki with manda on instagram and booking is there too if anyone is needing a, a tune up so to speak and christy
0: Yes, and my Instagram is the Birch Soul, and I have online booking now, so it makes it a lot easier for everyone. So, yeah, check yeah. it out.
1: Yes, that's sweet. All right, and we will catch you next time. Yep, see you later. One, two, three.